Welcome to the Lead with Indeed podcast, where we chat with the experts in employer branding, recruiting, HR, and much, much more. We'll hear how and why they do what they do and expand our knowledge of how they're driving results in today's world of work. I'm Brian Cheney, Director of Employer Brand at Indeed. On today's show, Camille Richardson, Head of Global Employment Brand Creative at Facebook. She's worked in brand marketing roles, directed the employer branding team at department store Macy's, and today works as the head of global employment brand creative team at Facebook. With so much uncertainty in the labor market right now, the landscape for attracting talent to your company has changed and keeps changing. And it's important we share thoughts and insights to solve these challenges together. That in mind, I spoke with Camille about transitioning employer brand between industries, building a team of employer brand content experts, and keeping your teams connected during a time of remote work. Let's get started. Welcome to the Lead with Indeed podcast. I'm so excited. This is not the first time I've been able to talk with Camille. Um, I enjoy it every time. Um, Please welcome Camille Richardson of Facebook. Welcome. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm great, Brian. How are you? It's good to be here. You're in Atlanta now, aren't you? I am in Atlanta now. You recently um, moved. You were West Coast and you're moving to get closer to family, yes? Yes, that's right. And so I'm getting back to a place that I'm very familiar with and love a lot. So it's, it's kind of a little homecoming as well. That's awesome. It's good to be near where you're familiar and and have it feel like home. And recently, you've actually been given the ability to do that because Facebook has actually shifted to all remote working. So how has that how has that impacted your experience as an employee? It's actually um, definitely increased my level of personal satisfaction with the company and with my role. Um, one of the things that you know, drew me to Facebook was that um, it was a very collaborative environment and had this really strong culture. And I spent, you know, almost three years in the Bay Area at the Menlo Park headquarters, soaking that all in. Um, But I was ready for the next phase of my life, um, my family's life. And um, being that, you know, family, uh, extended family is near to the Atlanta area. It just felt like the right time. And um, for me, the remote work opportunity could not have come at a better time. And I can still do my work and still enjoy my team and, um, you know, still be proud of the things that I can accomplish, uh, but be trusted in that I can do it from wherever, whenever. How did you make the leap from your marketing background into the talent brand space? I was in consumer marketing for my entire career in multiple industries, home improvement, um, airlines and hospitality, uh, you know, restaurant type industries. And I was really always happy with that, that world. I had spent um, a good amount of time in the local or field marketing side of consumer marketing and um, was used to working with, you know, kind of people on the ground in the business um, one-to-one directly. And so what happened was I essentially saw a listing for a role <laughs> online, probably on Indeed actually, um, at Macy's uh, a few years ago. And 
It was for a director of employer brand. And um, my husband, Darian, actually has experience in both marketing and HR. And I showed it to him. I mean, he was happy in his job. But I was just like, hey, I came across this role. It might be interesting for you. And he read it and he goes, this is for you. I'm like, no, it's not. I don't do HR. And he's like, no, actually, like, read it again. And I did and started researching um, what this whole employer brand thing was about. And just completely fell in love. Like I immersed myself in it for an entire weekend, um, learning about it and understanding it. And uh, the the opportunity that I saw to make the leap was really, um, one, I was already storytelling. It was a little bit different, but I was doing some storytelling. Um, There were some needs that I had um, from my previous company of like helping to boost the reputation of the company to help with hiring in a way. So I was a little bit connected in that space, the very kind of overarching brand perspective. So you have that two-level thing working, which I think works really well in employer brand too. You're telling very specific stories to very specific audiences at times, but then you're also managing this entire brand perception. So that has worked really well, I think, for my transition through the role. You went from a role of a, a solo talent brander, I think, right, at, at Macy's, where where you were having to be the generalist and do a little bit of everything, which is a lot of roles that are out there. And you went to an organization that is a bit more mature and advanced and super high growth, where the segmentation was key. So being able to dive deep was super key for, uh, for, for talent attraction and thinking about the brand. Um, what would you say was your biggest surprise or aha moment when you went from two very different working environments for employer brand? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, at companies, when employer brand first starts out, there's a lot of explaining and educating that has to happen for a long time, you know, um, and at Facebook, that phase had kind of, you know, happened already. And not to say you're not still educating at times you are, there's always opportunities, but the value um, that was placed upon that team was there. And so for me, it became not um, proving the worth of employer brand in general, but more about like, how can I add to the value that was already um you know, already being shown by this team who had done so many great things. So I, I went from kind of the establishment of something new, explaining, you know, exactly why are we here and what are we trying to do? How can we help this, you know, talent acquisition team reach their goals to um, to not having to backtrack to that point, but more so just saying, here's how I'll continue to add. And um, and that was really nice. And I think it um, it also just showed up in the fact that our team has continued to grow tremendously over the past few years that I've been at Facebook. So um, that value and you know perception has continued, which is really nice to see. Now, tell us about your team. So I manage a um, employment brand creative team at Facebook. So it's made up of individuals who are um, amazing experts in their areas of responsibility, whether it be filmmaking, design, um, brand strategy, uh, media partnerships, uh, ads and digital campaigns, um, copywriting, content strategy. So we have a pretty robust skill set on my team. And um, the interesting thing is, well, first, I love every single person on my team. It's it's the best team that I've, I've had a chance to work with. Um, but it's, it's just so interesting to sit amongst individuals who can add so much in their own unique ways to each and every initiative that comes across um, 
you know, our, our list. When you, when you were hiring them, I'm, my, my guess is you might have inherited some of them um, as far as a team. And then you hired some, like when you were thinking about that hiring process, did you, were you looking for skill set first or were you looking for people with recruitment marketing or employer brand storytelling or what, what was your thought process? What was number one for you? So um, the fun thing is I did get a chance to, to, for the most part, build the team. Um, there were many people there already when I started. So most of these folks are newer um, since I've joined. And I was looking for those that had a good understanding of employer brand um, because, you know, obviously that would help in understanding anything that we're trying to do. Um, but also it would have given them kind of that unique perspective of straddling um, you know, recruiting, talent acquisition, and marketing. I like the mix that we've ended up with because we have ended up with people that are newer to employer brand, but we've ended up with, I'd say, the majority of people who have had um, interactions with or have directly worked on teams of employer brand before. So it's it's been nice. How do you, when you're collaborating, there's nothing that sets off a creative team quite like inspiration and, right, as you're working virtually, how are you maintaining that? Have you like, what are, what are <laughs> any, any secrets you can share with us? It's top of mind for me, for sure. And I'm always thinking about new ways to do it. So now that we're all working from home, they actually have started offering virtual series where an entire team can come and do something creative together for a couple of hours. Um, again, just kind of removing yourself from that day-to-day -day work. So that's on my list to do with the team. In terms of what we've already done, um, it's the little things, it, you know, it's checking in at the beginning of the meeting and saying, like, let's not talk about work for the first half hour. Let, let's talk about us, what's going on. We've talked about, you know, we've used a happy meter between one and 10. How are you today? Where are you feeling? Like some people just like to throw out a number and they don't want to give a full explanation. And that's cool, too. Um, or we've done things where we say, like, show and tell time. Pick up something in your house, anything that you're loving right now. It could be your coffee. It could be, you know, your juicer. Um, so yeah, like, you know, just anything that you have a collection of something that you think is really cool in your house. Um, so that's been really fun to just see like little peeks into people's worlds and, um, and connections are made that way too. Or somebody's like, oh my gosh, I love working on cars too. I didn't know that you were like, you know, overhauling this 1960, whatever Chevy. Um, so it's nice, uh, to, to learn about each other that way. And I think it um, keeps that team connection going. So we try to do that where we can as well. And that has helped. When, when we think about the year 2020, um, nobody, nobody had that vision, right? It's been, it's been a hellacious year for lots of reasons. What's hit you about 2020 the most that you, that you want to share? And then what have you, what kind of learning have you taken away from it? Um, the toughness of the, the year so far, and I'm sure it will remain really tough, if not tougher for the remainder of the year, is um, is a gateway into creativity and innovation that we didn't know we had in us. You know, it's like, it's one thing to just go about your daily grind and try to think of a new idea here and there. And, and that's cool. And it kind of levels up, you know, the, the work. But when you have to completely change what you're doing, like your work doesn't exist anymore in the way that it existed previously. It's in the way that, you know, the filmmakers on my team, they're not out on shoots anymore. So what are we doing? You know, like, how does, what does that look like now? Um, how can we still add value? How can we be creative? Um, so that for me has been the inspiration that I've gotten from my own team is to see like how they've pivoted 
and what they brought to the table that was never there and things that worked so well that we're like, we're going to continue this beyond. I think the the best thing that's come out of all of this is the, um, you know, the way that we rose to that occasion and just decided that with doing things differently and creating new ways of, um, you know, building those relationships, um, introducing ourselves to people that there's actually been some successes that we thought were just going to be sort of um, kind of stop gaps in the meantime, but have been really great and have worked well for us. Well, when you, it's, it's an interesting thing for a creative project because you either take away the money or you add lots of money and that changes your whole mental process for how you solve that problem. Right. So, and I've, and I've thought about this before, because I'm like, you know, you, you hit that block and you're just like, how do I deal with this in this way? How can I be creative? You have to remove those. You have to change those challenges because our brains get locked into those habits. And how does your team now talk about telling a story? Like, what is their, what's the process? Because you, you've got new rules. So a lot of it is just like keeping it real, you know, like we, when you have budget and you can do something really slick and, and really well produced, like um, sometimes that almost separates you from some of that authenticity that you can get at when it's just somebody sitting in their room and, you know, their cat suddenly appears in front of their screen as they're talking. And, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of nice to be able to say like, we're real people too, which was always the goal to say anyway, right? You you want people to understand that the employees that work at your company are real people. And, and I think it's just been able to elevate that a bit more, um, bring it to the forefront a bit more, uh, allowing us to um, sort of walk that line between personal and professional and um, ask questions in, you know, virtual panels that we wouldn't have asked before because people are in their own home environment and um, are more open to sharing, you know, about themselves. So for me, it's been a nice way to humanize people a bit more um, when you're listening to someone who's a vice president of, you know, some high powered organization. Sometimes you just feel like I, I'm, it's not really approachable or, you know, they're not approachable or maybe it's just not as accessible, but um, when they're at home and their, you know, kid runs in the room or they spill their coffee in front of the video camera, you know, like anything, it all just turns into like, all right, they're the same as me. You know, I did that two weeks ago. I can imagine, um, you know, you've got a creative team. They're focused on those things. Not everybody has a team that size. Not everybody has a whole bunch of resources. And I know we've had this conversation in the past where you don't have unlimited resources. Like you have a team, so your resources, your resources, time and energy and creativity. Um, and when that comes down to one person or part of a person, right, from a resource perspective, who've gone out and created all these things, all the storytelling, these videos, these podcasts, all these pictures and the ways that that experience is shared externally. Do you have any advice for the people who are now going through a similar process and going, I can't use any of the stuff that I had. I can, I can, I can no longer, I can no longer use all the, all the content, the great stories that we've captured. Um, have you thought about that? We have. Um, and we've done some really cool things with reutilization and repurposing that we didn't think we could do. Um, there, there was a long list of things that we felt like just don't apply anymore. Um, what we've done, uh, just one example is to, uh, refresh something through having a, an interview, like an, an current interview with a person. So say you had someone, um, you have a short 
video clip of them, you know, talking about something. And it, it's great, but it feels a little, maybe a little disconnected um, to where we're at today. We go back out to that person and we ask them a few more questions that really do relate to where we're at right now. We find a part of that video to say this does tie in, actually. It's not exact, but like it's enough. And then we utilize that copy when we're pushing it out to explain, you know, bring up those points that they they answered in the recent interview. Um, we've been doing that with quite a few executions that uh, I think have turned out really well um, with the melding of the older and then the newer information that we got from those individuals. And everyone's been really willing to, you know, answer a few questions about how they're dealing with things today or what does their job look like now or, you know, um, everyone's experiencing this together and we're all going through it. And so it's almost, I think, a nice thing for people to have some space to talk about what it's like for them. And we just try to shine a light on that and push that out there for people to, to take in. So I think just thinking really creatively and trying to um, infuse some newness where you can um, gives that older content new life really easily. I love the recycling and repurposing and and going through there to find the essence of the story, right? So there's the the um, materialistic or surface level stuff around a story, but if you get to the base level of like this is this this is the actual journey that the person is sharing. There's a lot that can be repurposed. I love that. Thank you so much, Camille. Thank you for sharing and for like talking a bit about your journey and the path that you've been on. Congrats on the move. And I'm happy you're happy uh, with your kids in the new space. Uh, I love that. So thank you for the time. And I hope you have a great rest of your day and good luck with um, settling into your new home. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it as always. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Camille. I'm Brian Chaney. My thanks to our guest, Camille Richardson, and a big thanks to you for listening. I think there were some key takeaways for us all, such as focusing on maintaining a human connection with your team, and be sure to read the room in your employer branding approach because the work you were doing doesn't exist like it did before. Subscribe to Lead with Indeed for more content, episodes, and to meet more independent thinkers and doers from the evolving world of employer brand. Up next, Chrissy Thornhill, Senior Manager, Global Recruitment Marketing at Salesforce. Want more content? Of course you do. Find more content videos and articles about the world of recruiting at indeed.com slash lead.